You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey, what's up? It's Bill Burr, Joe DeRosa. Hey, everybody. It's Robert Kelly. And we're here to tell you that the three of us wrote a book. We wrote a book called Cheat, A Man's Guide to Infidelity. The title pretty much says it all. It's filthy, it's funny, and it's available now. And since we spent uh, two years of our lives writing this goddamn thing, we'd really appreciate it if you went out and bought it right now. Go to Amazon.com or your local bookstore and get a copy of Cheat, A Man's Guide to Infidelity. It'll make you laugh. Oh, and there's also a bonus. The book also includes a link to watch our short film, which is also called Cheat, that we got into the Tribeca Film Festival. We're really proud of it. So please, get the book so you can watch the movie. Cheat, the book and the movie, available now. That's it. No, no excuses, no nothing. God damn it, help us out. Go buy Cheat. 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 A Man's Guide to Infidelity. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Try yours out. You got to do it louder. Test, test, test. Well, welcome, folks. Welcome to uh, My Wife Hates Me podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you for uh, joining us. Thank you for coming on board. Thank you uh, to our... Hey, intro- guys, I'm Bonnie. This I'm- is Rich. We do a podcast once a week, almost always on a Sunday. Yeah, the last minute. The la- We're last minute folks. We, uh, we love hearing your feedback. Uh, and if you're... Uh, uh, regular listen, if you're regular uh, listeners, we'd like to thank you too. We uh, we want to thank uh, our listeners are what make us possible. We, without you, we wouldn't have anything. <laughs> That's so not true. It wouldn't matter if they weren't listening. We would still be doing this. And you know what? Last night after my show, there was a lady. And not because we love it either. Just I don't know why. Just to be annoying, we put this out in the universe. Well, there was a lady last night. Her and her husband. And the lady was so pregnant. I thought she was going to give birth. Uh, and they look so normal. That's what happens. They get so pregnant, they actually no, give birth. She could have gave birth that night, I thought, Maybe at, she, during the show. That happens. You know what I told her to yeah. do? I told her, What'd to, you tell her to take a cup of water and spill it under her seat and go to her husband. Look, my water broke. I told her to do that. That's what I told her to do. <laughs> like, you know, oh, the antics you that's, have that's at your shows. I said, I my goodness. That. Well, she well I certainly hope she didn't do that. I wouldn't want her husband to suddenly be running to find a suitcase and pack it quickly. And You know, they always show men in the movies running around. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wanted the to play golf. The women are always like, honey, get the car. Here's the keys. Well, she came up to me after the uh, show and said she loves, her and her husband love our podcast. And I go, why would you listen to it? What? What could you possibly like in this podcast? Mm-hmm. They go, you guys are funny. And I go, well, maybe Bonnie is, because I don't think I've ever been funny on this. Out of 50 episodes, I might have said two funny things. Don't bait people, Rich. Don't bait people. What do you mean? I'm not baiting you. Not me. Maybe you could bait me later. <laughs> oh, okay, two and a half funny things. It's been a pretty uh, eventful week for uh, Bonnie McFarlane and uh, Rich Voss. A lot of things went on this week. Uh, you know, and I just got back home from uh, Rochester where I had a, a great time, great club. Rochester. Uh, I've been home probably about on up. two hours and uh, Bonnie has not stopped uh, digging at me and complaining and yelling. I'm not, I'm, the, the problem, I'm, I'm sorry. I will go on record as saying I'm sorry. I, just but now I had, even with the apple pie. Just, you know, she yelled at me about the no, apple pie. No, because I had a plate of apple pie. I've made a fresh apple pie. I took on too many things today, and I had to like finish this writing assignment, and I'm not done, and it was, it's been weighing on me, and I sat down for 10 minutes to try to finish writing it, and then that's when Rich started coming over and asking me questions, and I was like, I just asked one go, question. go. I know, but whatever. And she, you know, I was looking so forward to getting home, and now I'm looking forward to leaving again. Really? Yeah, because I got home that? for two hours. Really? Two you hours. came home to a, a huge meal 
I made cookies and a um well, here's an apple pie. Was, the meal was delicious. Uh, she From made, scratch. She made a, uh, I, I don't know what you call it. pie. It's like a weird thing I can do. She made it. It's because it's very challenging to she make it. She made an, would it crust. be an, uh, an Asian? Freeze the butter, guys. That's one of the tricks. She uh, made a, uh, uh, an Oriental inspired dinner. Is that what you would call it? An Oriental? I made a real chink fest. It was a... Uh, uh, see, that's the kind of thing that can get us in trouble. Who cares? Amongst our, uh, when are we going to get in trouble? If we get in trouble, great. You need to get in trouble. I don't need to get in trouble. Whatever. So Nobody's she made a great dinner. Little old us says. Came back home to a nice meal. Uh, lettuce wraps. Lettuce wraps. But here's vegetarian my, and chicken. I made both things of vegetarian and chicken on both things. What I'm, what I, you know, the last two weeks I've General I, Chow's chicken. The Stir last, fry. The last two weeks I've eaten mm-hmm. very, very well. I haven't had any sweets. And I think I lost maybe like maybe four or five pounds in the last two weeks. Why? You don't pounds. know that. Why yeah, because I weighed say? myself. Oh, you did finally. So, and I, I just figured out, Bonnie, I came home to like cookies and pie because she wants me to gain weight. Because yeah. she doesn't That's want. evil. She doesn't want. She doesn't want. Well, she used to go out with. She's been out with a lot of fatties in her life. And she doesn't want. Hotties talking to I me. I want you to be super skinny so that you will stop bothering me with your... No, I look fat. I look pretty... I, I look a lot better lately. So, and I'm trying to eat healthy. But I figured to myself, I said, you know what, today's Sunday. Just one day you could have a nice piece of apple pie. Oh, God. Right? This Don't you think... Great conversation. Don't you think one day a week, maybe, hey... Well, so that's, uh, yeah, one day a week. Why not treat myself? And have a piece apple of apple pie. pie, right? Shut up. I wish what? I had some ice cream in Really? I, this is what you're going <laughs> to talk about right now? No. But I would. Lo- I wish I had some ice cream because I would heat the pie up and throw a little ice cream on top of it. You ever do oh that? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, people are just tuning in right now and just, whoa, ice cream and apple pie. This, this podcast is great. Well, you know, we're this is what married couples talk oh. about. Okay. Let's get kill started. Me, kill me. Kill me. Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to start and talk about... No, let me talk about... Yeah, talk about uh, your thing. What would you do? I'll talk about that first, and you can talk about it's the rose. What would you do? Okay. With John Kionis. We'll start from the beginning. Uh, I get a call. John Kionis has got some cojones. Do you think people say that joke? Around the office with John Kionis. Hey, you got some real cojones. I, I, I don't think anybody's ever said that. Mm. I'm unique. I can't find my glasses that were on my table. Did you move them? They're in my purse. Why? I don't know. Can we do? Can we? Can you do a couple things for me? Try not to take my glasses and don't wear my underwear because what? This is what Bonnie does. She wears my boxer underwear, but she leaves it on the floor. So I don't know, or not on the floor. She'll put it back where, where I keep underwear, like on a suit, whatever. And I don't know if they're clean no, or dirty. Those are clean. Huh? The ones I wear, too bad, as pajamas, I either put back in one of my drawers or on the bed. Some, on the bed, so I don't know if they're well, just do you out of the... dirty underwear on the bed? No, sometimes when clothes come out of the washing machine, you put them on the bed. So I don't know if that underwear is well, that's clean. Just about it. Just don't worry about it. You got a lot of underwear. Yeah, but no, I don't want to put on your... I don't want to put on underwear that I you wear, wore. I wear panties also. When I go to bed with your underwear, so no. it's not a big deal. You wear underwear sometimes straight up. No. No, I don't. But there's still going to be pee stains in them. I don't want to wear underwear with your pee stains, right? Wouldn't that be kind of like... I don't think there's any pee stains in them. I'll be honest with you. What? I so, mean, you might... F- like, sometimes my butt leaks, but otherwise... All right, so let me... Uh, let's I, don't have, I, don't, I don't have a real incontinence problem. Oh, wow, man. Let me use a word and try to sound like... Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was trying to sound real uppercrust with the word incontinence. <laughs> what was the other word you just said? Uppercrust. Oh. Okay, so I get a call a while ago about this TV show. You I'm going to start calling people right now and just be like, hey, don't listen to this podcast. It's terrible. <laughs> Why? It's not terrible. It's so it's bad. Good- okay, go ahead. I know I do this every time, but this time I really mean it. Okay, go. Well, how, what do you want me it to do? It might get better. It might get better because we do have good things to talk about. You start and you build. I, know, I, okay. I thank the newcomers. I, you know, right. I, I welcome. Be. I welcome the newcomers. Now we've got I thank the to listeners. Go. Yes, you can't I, start at the you top. Know, the sponsors that we're not going to even say anything. Am- hey, Amazon and GameFly. There you go. People do go to Amazon. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, they buy stuff through our site. All right. Well, anyhow. So, I mean, this was a It could have been a month, two months ago. Uh, do you want to do this show? What would you do? Uh, you go on stage. You know, I'll go on stage. And I, you know, I'll have actors, actresses. And there was two scenarios. Two scenarios. Two fat girls. And and then an older guy with a young uh, Asian girl. Did you set up that this is the TV show? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. called What Would You Do? So, no. First of all, and you get was, a call. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, can you do this show? Yeah. So you I need debate. a really, you know, they're sitting around the office like, Who's, we need a real mean comic. <laughs> an asshole. Who's so an a, asshole? Who's the biggest asshole comic you know? And the guy immediately was like, Rich Ross. He did say you were the only one he called for it. No, they always say that. When they when you get TV, they always go, you're the in only this, one we call. In this instance, I believe it. No, because they ask a couple other ones, I think. Look, I, I mean, was there. No one else could have done No one else could have done it. Okay, so they they explained to me I, I had to go after these. You know, this is right after the whole Daniel Tosh thing and the semi-Dane Cook thing. You know, do comics go too far? And, you know, and so I said, well, listen. So you, know, you and I have always been on the side of. Of comics. We never, ever would take the side of it. I don't care how wrong the comedian is. Even, you yeah. don't even try Michael, to fight even, with a comic in that situation. Even Michael Richards, I was on his side. I was on every every comic side. I'm always, and he's not even really a comic. I miss all of them. Yeah, but there's a, yeah, there's a. Because uh, you don't know the whole first story. First of all, well, they, they were wrong because they were heckling or being mm-hmm. loud, whatever. I mean, there's. Yeah. So. Don't put your, don't get yourself in that situation. So I said to them, okay, well, first I talked to Bonnie, and she said, yeah, it'll be fun. And I, and I called a couple of comics that I, I respect and got their opinions. One said, I don't know if I'd do it. But everybody else said, yeah, go, go ahead. What the fuck? I mean, these are- That these one are, that said you shouldn't do it, though, is a total piece of shit. Okay, but go ahead. You, you don't even know who told me I shouldn't I do, do it? I do know. Oh. I do know. Well, so- and these comics I asked weren't open micers. They're very well-respected comics. And they said, yeah, go ahead, do it. So I talked to the producer, and I said, okay, I'll do this. But uh, under one, I mean, I didn't give a condition because you can't make demands when they're asking you to do a TV show. I said, I would like to give my point of view in an interview on uh, my feeling on, on hecklers or people that disrupt shows. and uh, Give the know, comic side. G- give the comic side. You know, I'll go on. So he they said, agreed, yeah. He said, yeah, uh, yeah, we could do that. And I even talked to the host when we the nights were taped, and I said, listen, I you really got to get my point of view because I cannot give the audience the power to think that they uh, can heckle and you know yell and you stink and all that crap. So and 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 a uh, uh, host who liked me, like Bonnie, uh, I think he was attracted to you. Don't Which you guy? think he was the host? John Keonis? Yeah, you think he was attracted to you? He fingered me a little bit okay. at one point. So. I don't know. I'm not saying that means something. So we did uh, We did the taping. It was over two nights. Are you going to, is this going to be a podcast where. What? I'm going to defend that nothing happened between me and John Keonis. No. <laughs> Please. Why? Please. You guys did sneak. You were missing for a while. Oh my God. You were because you're a star fucker. Right. Oh, yeah, that's why I married you. You know, you got me. So we did four night, two nights, four tapings. And I was interviewed. I was interviewed twice. And uh, during the interview, uh, one of the interviews, uh, Mr. Keona said, when does a comic go too far? And I said, never. A comic never goes too far. I go, when does a rap band go too far? When does a movie go too far? I go, you know, there's, you know, what's too far for one person is not enough for another person. I said, I just realized something. I'm sorry. What? I have to turn off the dishwasher. Go ahead. No one could hear it, but go ahead. Turn it off. Should I'm I? talking. I'm talking here. I know, but uh, should I or should you? Just go. Should I turn off the dishwasher? Hold on. Should I turn off the. Uh... So he said. Well, why would I turn it off in the middle of my explanation? Yeah, it's not even on. You just wanted to go over and have a bite of apple pie. Let me start this again. He says. 
He says, when does a comic go too far? And I said, never. When does a comic go too far? So I said, never. I said, here's here's the deal. If an audience member. Did you say, here's the deal? Yeah. Because I always say, here's the deal. Have you ever said anything? (laughs) You haven't started it with, here's the deal. No, I go, here's the thing. Oh. I said, if an audience member does not like what they are hearing, to get up and leave and complain to the manager or Uh the owner. Yeah. I said, do some research, know who you're going to see. This way, you won't be surprised. Right. And there were comics here that saw me do this interview. So I did the interview. So uh, the point of of the comic. First of all, can I just talk about the actual show? Yeah. Because the, the... the thing is, like with because I I went on too. There was other comics that went on before Rich, and there's a couple things to note. One, the lighting was very very bright in there, and there was no one sitting in the front row because apparently they had a camera in the like wall or behind the TV or something, uh, behind the comedian, so they couldn't get the faces of the people in the front row. So they just decided not to sit anybody there. So it was an odd seating and arrangement. They also had cameras in the back. They had. Cameras in the back that you could clearly, I mean, they weren't trying to hide. There were people sitting there with big fucking television cameras. But they were way in the back. They were way in the back, but I mean, whatever. I mean, if you looked over, you could see a guy with a camera. So very brightly lit. It's uh, an odd seating arrangement. I mean, just when you start fucking with the natural order of comedy, it, like, that's why when you go to a, uh, a taping where there's, you know, ninety percent of the audience is a paid-for audience. It's a, it's a bizarre. It's not. Yeah, I've done. It doesn't some of those feel shows. good, even if you're killing, because it's not quite right. It's not right on the right things. So it's an odd dynamic, you know. Um, anyway, because there's only and there was so many plants. No, there weren't plants. There wasn't because that's again that you're wrong there. No, there no. was the plants of the people that. No, there were, was the actors and actresses. The actors. So there was, there was a lot. A- there was a lot of people per. Um, no, they can't. Yes, there was. Because, Rich, there was the two fat chicks. There was the Asian guy, uh, the Asian girl, and the old guy. Yes, actors. They were always in every audience, even if they weren't okay. the ones being talked about. But then there was the cameraman in the back. Then there was the producers sitting in the back. So there was well, but people. There, but there was an audience. There was an audience because they I know, but I'm just saying it was like... Well, it, it was... It was it's when a they hard, people standing yeah. up and walking out during the show, that was a little... It was slightly well, erroneous. I, well, here's here's what I'm saying. They did the interview. Now... Uh, and also, the the people that did come to the show, when John Kionis would walk out and then interview everybody and say, can you please stay? I need to get your... You know, whatever, da, da, da. As they were leaving, then the people that worked at stand up New York would make them pay their bill. Even though it was ABC, a huge television show, they were still expected to pay their bill and their two drink minimum. They got no I mean, I wanted someone to walk in at that point and be like, What would you do if you were part of a television taping? <laughs> they still made you pay your bill. So we did the interview. It's kind of fucked up. Then, I uh, thought personally. John Kionis. We do the interview, and then a couple, you know, I talked to the producer, and he says, the piece came out great. We got your interview in there, and everything looks fine. And and then they called me a couple days, no, maybe a week before it was going to air. I don't know exactly. He said, look, they took out the interview because the head of the news network said it makes me look mean because I came, I go, look, if you don't like it, leave. So they said it makes me look mean. I didn't even watch the piece at all. Now the producer did everything he, he could. Uh, you know, it's at it. There's always it's somebody. Ab- it's there's always always somebody above you. Like the producer I talked to, he said I will do my best to keep it in. So I don't blame the producer at all. It's you know, it always goes above that. He's what's he right. going to do? Say keep it in or I quit? They go goodbye. You know, uh, you know the, the head of the network or whoever looked at it said take out the interview. Now. The he did come is, across as a nice guy in the piece, which was... Well, I, I didn't watch it. I can't. I don't want to well, watch it. must it. have taken a lot of editing. Uh, so, now I get some emails, tweets. So, the M- show airs. It airs last Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty tame. Yeah, yeah it was tame. And, and, and mostly chill. it was like, 
you know, I mean, the other thing is, is that no comic, when you were yes. doing it, when we were there and you would just keep going, I mean, you had a thing in your yeah. ear and they would tell you to just keep going. Like even when people were starting to get mad, you never went to another, another subject or tried yeah. to win the audience back. You just kept going and that no would comedian would ever do that. That's like yes. an insane person. That's, you know, the, the show is exaggerated in every aspect most of their segments it's it's exaggerated yeah, they're trying to get a yeah, response a response like i there's i i and I'm, I'm not saying this but i i'm probably in the top 50 best crowd work comics in the country probably in the top 25 50 whatever i know how to work a crowd You're i know the top i know one crowd work guy in the country no i'm not the best. you are uh, look why you have such an enormous ego except about no. the one thing you actually are brilliant at no this weekend was great. I did great. Count. Uh, oh, anyhow, what I'm saying is I know how to do crowd work. And I know when to pull back. I know. So I would never, ever in my life just keep attacking and attack. Unless somebody was attacking me, then I would destroy him and they would leave. But, it, but yeah. I mean, so it was obviously exaggerated. I would just never go after two fat girls like that. You know, and if I did, it would be a lot funnier. But also it's kind of like it's shitty you know. of them during the casting process. Why is that? Because they had to be like constantly like they put out a call for two fat girls. Then they get mad at you for calling them fat. It's like you showed up to the casting call. Well, the girls, no one got, the girls didn't get mad. They knew what they were up. No, but they really did get mad. You think the girls got mad? Yes. No way. They weren't mad like at you because they knew that you were being forced to do it. But one girl started crying. She goes, it was like, she was being like overly dramatic. She was like, after the show, I mean, she was like, it was just really hard to take that. You know, well, it's like, why'd you show up to the something that said I need a fat girl <laughs> if you hate it? And they took out some of the, like, I did one joke that I said to, uh, there was two black guys sitting alone. I go to the black guys, go, I said, do you, uh, do you guys have girlfriends? And the two black guys go, no. I go, well, there's two fatties over here with blonde hair. I go, that's like hitting lotto for your people. See, and, but and they, they knew that that's like kind of a real thing. Like, what? They took that out. They don't out. read that on their script. They're like, you really thought that? You know, so they, well, they took that out. I can't remember. And then she came stuff. over, one girl was crying, and then she came over and hugged the girl. I was like, because I kept, also, they were getting upset. Like, it's weird, because I was like getting excited anytime people would get mad. It was making me laugh. And they'd look over at me and be angry that I was laughing about it. Well, there was one black guy in the back, <laughs> another one that was cracking up. They were dragging. cracking up. And then, you know, you know what, what the whole piece really you know said in the end was like, minorities don't have as big a problem with any of this stuff yeah, as white Spanish, people. Yeah. Like that Spanish lesbian yeah, table was, was like cheering and like she goes... You're a something. You're a spick. She called John Kionis yeah. a spick. Yeah, <laughs> during you know, the thing. And the black guy was. It's, it's goes, true. Who cares? We all know people, our stereotypes. We all make fun of it. White people are so uptight. They really are uptight. And and here's the thing too. If I started attacking two skinny people, but also if it, they should have done it with the comic, then they should have done it with you. And then they should have done it with a black comic. Like yeah. you know, one hundred percent that he's gonna that they're not. No one's gonna say start anything. yelling at him. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, no of course, they're, especially white people. But oh, actually, this was a kind of funny incident that happened. The MC, who's not a uh, abusive comedian in the slightest, who uh, was it? Mike Yard. Very no, funny. No, no, wasn't Mike. Oh, yes, it was. It was Mike Yard. No, it wasn't. I'm a hundred percent sure it was Mike Yard. Yes. Yeah, who was it? I can't come up with his name, but... It was Mike Yard. You're thinking of the other guy. What other guy? Another guy, another black guy. No, I'm not. You I want... think you're wrong, and I'm embarrassed for no, you. No, I'm, I'm right. It was Mike Yard. With the glasses. He's funny, very funny. It was Mike Yard. Okay. Anyway, so while he was on at the beginning of one show, some woman started yelling at him and saying, you know, he was racist or ignorant, ignorant. And she was from England and she said he didn't know his politics and stuff. It was kind of funny. Cause it did like, it was almost like they heard that it was a, like, what would you do taping? And they got mad at the wrong guy. <laughs> That's funny. So the thing is, it, like I was going to say, if it was too skinny people, nobody would care if you attack them too. And well, I was doing my set. I was attacking everyone. I was calling people pedophiles. Nobody had any issue. No. 
Well, but I, I didn't. I wasn't but, really but doing stand-up. But the reason, the real, because that's, that's the thing I'm saying is that the real issue was not making fun of people. The real yeah. issue was that once it got unfunny, you didn't yeah. move on. I mean, you were like a crazy person. You just kept going and going and going. It's well, they like, wanted to. They wanted and to. also because most people in a comedy club, if you're making fun of them, they will respond in like yeah, kind of a back. fun way. And they, or, you'll have a banter. They didn't or, even... you'll, or you'll make fun of them because they've done... So- when you made fun yeah. of those girls because when they, they did one that they didn't end up using on the show. I told them to get talk on the phone. They to were give t- me the a girls reason. were talking on the phone. And when you made fun of them after they've been talking on their phone, nobody... Was mad at you. They were all like cheering you. So, you know, but no comedian just goes after someone relentlessly when the audience is like, whoa, everybody's yeah. like, girls. The girls started crying at one point in the piece. And yeah. You kept going. Like, they must have been like, keep on doing it. Like, that's a yeah. literally a crazy person. So, so I'm hired to be a bad actor comic, an actor doing comedy, basically. And, and this was what scared me of the whole piece because. Some people don't get it. It was just a total exaggerated news piece. Right. That's all it is. Right. And it was and, it was actually pretty soft. Yeah. Well, they took out all the really mean stuff yeah. I said. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I did say some mean stuff. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I got tweets and you, you said, you know, not even that many. Like, it's so weird. But some people you know, said hey, that it was bad for comedy, yeah, bad which for is comedy. like, it just really? makes me like roll my eyes because yeah. it's like, re- I mean, really? are you kidding me? You Do you think like people are going to anyone's going to like, yeah, I mean, if, hey, if you them. hear somebody yelling in a restaurant now, like at their daughter, are you going to step in because you saw that show once? No, you're going to be like, shut the fuck up. Like any yeah. normal person would do. It's like, why don't you talk about, yeah. why don't you abuse your child in private like everybody like, else? Last night on stage. The second show in Rochester, uh, right from the beginning, there was a girl that was drunk and her boyfriend, and she was trying to, and I knew she was going to be trouble. You know, she was saying, not heckling, just talk, this and that. And I, I said, you got one more chance. You're, you're getting on my, you're bothering me. You know, it's, you know, you're bothering me. She talked. I said, get rid of her. And they threw him out. Okay. So you know, it's not going to happen. So it's an exaggerated piece. It, it doesn't hurt comedy in any way. People know my point of view on comedy, you know, because they've heard me over the years talk on radio how I always defend comics and how Bonnie defends comics, uh, you know. Uh, you know, and, but and, anybody, and, and, and one guy, I get well, like people being like, "Hey, should have been," but that's like that. You listen, bring I, it up with the the show. Then I yeah. mean, I mean, I've done specials. I did a special once. I just don't like that one online article about how it's bad for comedies oh okay well yeah i mean yeah they they over exaggerated it too uh i did a special one i've done a couple of them but one one of them over exaggerate uh i don't even know if that's possible oh okay it was exaggerated uh and this is true and the producer called me said what do you what do you want in in this special what do you want out i told him exactly what not to put in I said, do not put this one line in, okay? And uh, it was like a make-a-wish line. And I didn't want it because I know somebody at home has a child that has cancer, and I don't want a make-a-wish line on TV. It, right. was, it was doing some crowd work in the taping, but I don't want that on TV. Right, I don't like want to a bald guy, you were like, is this your make-a-wish? Yeah, something, whatever it was. Yeah. But I, I said, take that out. I don't want that to be seen. And this is what you keep in. Well, of course, they kept that in and took out what I wanted them to keep in. So the only way you can control any of this stuff is, one, if you're like Louis C.K. and you're doing your own editing, Mm -hmm. right? Two, or if you're as powerful as Ray Romano or Seinfeld or somebody. But I don't even know if they had control over editing when they were like, I I don't know. I have no idea. But it's out of your hands. So there's nothing you could do. So Besides anybody, just saying exactly what you need to say. See, here's where I went wrong, and this is what I wish I would have done. I wish I would have done this. And, and I probably even thought about it before the taping. I wish I would have at least recorded audio on my phone, the interview. So I could have had the interview on phone. But who cares? Like You're, like, you're like, oh, I got to defend myself. No, 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 you don't. Colin said it was good. I mean, I don't know who else of your friends saw, but like, you don't. Who cares? People who don't. The, the people that are getting mad at you have never done no, television. They don't understand no, how not, it works. It's not. It's non-stand-ups. It's it's. But then they could really hear and they can go. 
Well, that's what a comic really deals with when they're doing TV. Uh-huh. So, you know, look at someone said, oh, I can't believe Voss would do something like that. You know what? It was a, I made, it was a Monday and a Tuesday, the taping. I made good money. Don't, I hate it when people six question. Million people about five million people saw it. So, uh, yeah. it, it is what it is. You know, and if they call, if they call me next year to do it, I would do it, but I would do it different. You know, I didn't even really plan any bits. You know, I knew it was going to be fat girls and I didn't write stuff. I just try right. to ad lib it. You know, I'm not going to, I don't prepare. So there you go. I'm not going to watch it. Did you tape it? Yes. Uh, did I look, did I look fat in it? Cause if I looked fat, it would have made no sense attacking fat people. <laughs> no, really? Guys never know they're fat and they attack fat girls. All the time. It's like, you know, you see somebody like hunched over with a beer gut and a limp and they're like, look at that girl's got a flat ass. Like, are you fucking Are you call, talking about you? me? You're saying? No. <laughs> and I'm not talking about myself either. You're, you're talking about me. No, I'm not. I'm saying guys oh. do it. They're like, they got a fucking twitch and, you know, fucking bald on the top clown hair around the sides and they're like that girl's got a crooked face and you're like oh i showed the uh club owner in, Roche- in, the in rochester the movie he fucking loved it stop showing people the i'm movie. trying to create heat through the with clubs your, with club owners yes good he one loves he's out of his mind he couldn't stop talking about it he's going he was he's out of his mind how much he loved the fucking movie November tenth, we're showing this movie at Caroline's. We got we got to pack this. Caroline loves the movie. She was talking about it at that other thing. Uh, November tenth at one o'clock. Bonnie. uh, November tenth. Caroline. Caroline's one p.m. Go get a ticket. This thing is going to sell out. So. So tell us. We don't know where it's going to play after that. (laughs) This may be the only time you'll get to see it. You'll get to see. Colin Quinn is in it. Jim Norton is in it. Opie and Anthony are in it. Um, Jim Brewer is in it. Chris Rock is in it. I'm only naming Artie the Lang. guys. Artie Lang is in it. That's what I think our listeners are. <laughs> Joan Rivers is in it. Lisa Lampanelli is in it. Sarah, Sarah Silverman is in it. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Maria Banford. I don't have to repeat them, I guess, if you're saying it into the oh, microphone. Okay, you go. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just saying go Michael ahead. Ian Black, Andy Kindler, Maria Banford. Rita Rudner, Chelsea Peretti, Amy uh, Schumer. Schumer. Who else? Keep going. Tig is in it for one second. Uh, <laughs> we had like that such a great, I was thinking about this the other day, I had such a great scene with Tig and then nobody really understood it and we took it out, but I, I want to do something with it still. Do you really? Yeah, maybe extras, DVD yeah, extras. You want to do something with it? Who I'd else is in do it? something Who else is in the movie? Who else? Give some names. Uh, Patrice. Patrice is Patrice in it. Patrice is in it. Uh, God, he's funny. Uh, He's great in Bobby it. Bobby Kelly. Morgan Murphy. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Joy Behar. Susie Essman. Did we say those ones? Already? I don't know. There's so many. There's, it's a cavalcade of stars. Vinnie Brand. <laughs> uh, Caroline Hirsch from Caroline's. Uh, Chris Mazzilli. Who else? Louis Ferranda from Caroline's. Who now else? Right down to club owners. Jeff Ross. Nope. We cut him out. Cut him out. Who do we cut out? Who else do we cut out? Mark? Jeff Ross is awkward when I run into him. Where? I've seen him because once he was at the cellar, once we saw him in LA. Yeah. We were just like, yeah, hey. it's like everybody knows. What? This is no no love, but no one will say anything. So it's like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Good, good. It used to be, hey, what's up, buddy, to me? Now it's like, yeah, I don't. A yeah. little anger. Maybe on my behalf, a little resentment. I'm telling you, if I start to hate you, then you are well on the way to becoming super famous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't hate anybody. I don't hate people. I just get mad, you know. I get it's mad. It's just at frustrating them. to like be belittled, I think. It's frustrating to, to To be considered not good like No, to to no, it's frustrating to you know, when somebody needs you they call. You know, right. throughout throughout history, right? And then, uh, you know, and then they forget all about you. Or right. I don't know. I mean, I can look at it many different ways. Like I've never done Louis show, but I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad in the least bit because one, I've never done anything for Louis in my life. Two, I, I'm not around the seller as much, you mm-hmm. know, so he doesn't see me. But Louis, it's not like Louis going. 
I don't like him. You know what I mean? I have no anger or resentment whatsoever that I've never been on that show. Maybe someday I will. Uh, but I am pissed off that I didn't do a Chuck show. I'll put it out there. I'm pissed off that I didn't do, what's it called? The Burn. The, the first burn. season. Okay, so, and not even an offer. And don't like, well, you know, I, I put your name in. Fuck that. Don't try to say Comedy Central doesn't like me. You know, you go, well, I put your name in. Well, so, you, so you're saying that Comedy Central said no, but yet I've done four specials with them, pilots, you know, every show that you've ever had. So, but all of a sudden, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it's bullshit. Anyhow, that's just my own personal feeling that, you know. And I stand next to you. On that one, right? If yeah. Like, name a good friend of yours or a friend that, you know, that, like, say. Uh, Mandy Statmiller. No, a comic that oh, you like. Oh, Morgan Murphy. Say Morgan had a TV yeah. show like that and didn't call. Would you be pissed off if you didn't get a call to do it? Yeah, well, Doug Benson did, and he didn't call me, and we used to hang out every single day in L.A., every did, single day. Did you write for him, though? Did you ever write for him? No. All right. Someone, but you've written for other comics. Have I helped people? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Certainly. Oh, you know who was nice, sent a nice tweet? The guy that's the head writer, producer, of uh, Chelsea Handler. What's that guy's name? I don't know. The one who does comedy. Remember I told you he was in New York the other night at the stand? Oh, yeah. Um, you just worked with him. Why don't you know his name? Uh, John? No. He's like the head writer. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I can't remember his name. God. He 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 came into the stand. He did a spot. He closed the show. He's a ginger? Him. He's what? Is he redhead? I don't know. He's very funny. Funny dude, man. And then he tweeted, like, you know, great time with Joe DeRosa, Rich Voss, and the people on the show and stuff. But he was funny, funny cat. So oh, gross. What? Whoa. Well, that concludes our networking uh, I wasn't networking. Session. I was just saying it was out of when nowhere. When we slam one person, we pat another Look, on the uh, back. Listen, I'm not trying to. We That's know we're, how we do it. We know we're not doing the boss. Chelsea show. We know we're not doing that one either for some reason. Either we... Uh, she doesn't like me, doesn't like you, doesn't Chelsea like both of us. Chelsea threw me against the wall the improv one time was like, you're going to talk to me, McFarlane. She was my last name. She's such a broad. It was like she literally, that night at the improv, like walked out of another dimension from a 40s movie and threw me, you're going to talk to me, McFarlane. <laughs> I was like, well, I whatever you want, Chelsea. Uh, quit doing that crying voice like that i watched it in a movie a million times whatever you want you do that in the opie anthony thing where you go oh go go ahead blow me whatever you want suck my cock yeah that (laughs) (laughs) so where did did, remember when we were at that party at ross marks and chelsea handler was there yes and, and we were sitting at the table in the back yes and she was more smashing me than i was her Right? I don't remember. I can't remember. I remember sitting there, but I think I was really tired. Didn't I have Raina with me? No, time? Raina wasn't even born, I don't think. Or I was pregnant, I think. I was. I remember being I really tired. But I, why? Does I'm she not, not really like you? Attention. Does she not like you? Because I don't know any reason why she wouldn't like me. Look, lots of people don't like me, and, you know, God bless, I have... There's... there's it's hard for me to pinpoint in a lot of situations well, why well, not. Yeah, like we I'm were, sure they have legitimate reasons. I just don't know them. Well, we were in L.A. once and start and we're going up at the Improv. Bonnie and I were at the Improv, um, and Steinberg calls me and goes, "Oh, the producer from uh, Chelsea." Why Handler do you tell this story? Because we were. He, he said the producer from uh, Chelsea Handler is coming to look at you guys, and we didn't ask. And anyhow, anyhow, anyway, not only did I not ask, yes. but I said, "Don't submit me. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want to be submitted because I know she'll say no." But anyhow, we killed that night at the Embrace. So he runs back and goes, "Voss and Bonnie," and they go, "No, no." And I'm going. So what? we got to I got a no. It's like it's like they tracked me down yes. to give me a no when I didn't even want to be. I didn't ask to be on it either. But I wouldn't have turned it down. I didn't say I didn't want to be on it. I didn't want to be submitted because I yeah. knew I didn't want to be rejected, which I knew was inevitable. But, so what I'm trying to be, say is, I mean, seeing as the she way. said no to me, we both killed that night, and so I'm thinking, who does who does she hate more, me or you, or both of us together? Do you think? Or uh, it's probably me. But, but it, you know, maybe she doesn't not, have anyone like you on the show, really. What Norton's done it many times. Oh yes. Well, to 
promote stuff, and he's a big, you know, she does Opie and Anthony, so she's oh, not. Oh, she's, she's. But what do you mean she has no one like me? Um, I mean, she doesn't have that kind of crowd on the show. It's like a specific, it's very like, sort of like, it's not exactly alternative, but it's not really New York club comics. Matt Arise does it. Yeah, I mean, he's not your. No. He's not similar I'm to I'm not going to lie, though. I think she's good at it. I think. I don't know. I think she's going to have like a network. I think she's going to be hosting like a network, like a Letterman type thing. Great. Good. I'm happy for her. No, I, I'm just telling you, I, from the beginning, I thought she was good. I don't know her stand-up. I never seen her do stand-up once in my life. But as a host, I got to go with it. Even though she doesn't like me, I got to go. I can't say. How much longer do we have to do this? Uh, tell us about your roast that you did. I don't, I have nothing to tell. Come on, we only did 38 minutes. Talk about the oh roast. You did a big roast this week with I with roasted R. Anthony Bourdain, who is uh, the the guy from No Reservations. A lot of a lot of dudes like his show. It's what? Like a cool it's about dude. hotels? I never saw the show. I don't know what it's about. He travels the world and eats food and talks to people. Is he fat? No, he's... Who's the fat guy that travels the world and eats food? Uh, Bobby Kelly. Something Zimmerin or something. Oh. <laughs> no, who is it? I don't, just because I did a roast where there were chefs on it, I don't know every chef in every show. You watch all those shows? No, I never do. I never watch the the cooking channel. I don't watch... Um, Top Chef? Okay, that's on Bravo. That's a different thing. Yeah, but it's all intertwined. They all know each other. You watch Top Chef. Okay, but that doesn't mean I know their fucking shows. Back down, don't bitch. you know? Don't you know? Don't you watch uh, Celebrity Top Chef or what's a uh, Top Chef Masters? Right. Yeah, but that's not the people from other cooking shows. That's from people that have like restaurants. So tell us about the roast. Um, so whatever it was like, I didn't know if I should be, you know, how edgy I should be, how brutal. And then I was like, you know, Norton and Artie are on it. I mean, what are they going to pull back? Because it's for the food and wine festival. It's not exactly a comedy audience. Then I found out it was $500 a plate for charity. I found that out the day before and I was like, shit, I'm going to eat it because some these, stuffy these are like some, yeah, these are like a lot of rich white people. And um, so anyway, but then I was just like, what can I do? So I just sort of accepted the fact that I was going to be, nobody knew who I was. I wasn't on any of the press releases or anything. It was weird. I, I, I don't know who canceled up until the point. I mean, I don't know who they asked that couldn't do it. But um, Sarah. Sarah did a, well, she did a uh, video. Was she it funny? Video, yeah, she was funny. And... Um, then Artie went up first. It was like Mario Batali and this guy, Willie Geist, were the co-hosts or whatever. Who are they? Well, Mario Batali is a chef, famous chef. And um, he's had shows and you know, people know what he looks like. I think he's on The Chew, maybe. Who was the uh, chef I did uh, Joey Behar with? I don't know, but he wasn't there. Remember he, he right. gave us a book? Huh? Now I have to just try to tell my roast story and also try to name any chef that you've ever run into. I want to see if he was there. That's I all. just said he wasn't there. He wasn't on the roast. He wasn't talked about. Okay, go ahead. Why are you mad about that? I'm not mad because you keep asking like stupid questions about yourself. No, I didn't ask anything about myself. When I told you my go, story- who chef did I meet? When I told the story about uh, the fucking what would you do, you jumped in 400 fucking times. I didn't to yell at you. add things. Go ahead and add anything. Well, You're just asking end. me questions I can't answer. I don't know the names of everyone. I'm having a hard time remembering the names of the people on the oh, fucking road. God, you're just so cranky and Shut a crab up. apple. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Why are you Shut saying the fuck up. No. Shut the fuck up. Tell us about Shut the, the fucking road. Shut the fuck up. Close your mouth. Really? No, You're yeah. just going to sit there and look at me like that? Yeah. <sighs> you shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you. <laughs> That's mature. Huh? Very mature. Oh, shut the fuck up. It's real mature. So I don't at least I didn't copy somebody. I didn't copy you. Oh. Go ahead. Tell us about the roast. Whatever. I don't know what's to tell. Was Robert Mario Irvine Vitelli? there? No, Robert Irvine was there. I know Robert there. Irvine. I met Robert Irvine. All right. So what was the red carpet like? 
No, they wouldn't even, they didn't know who I was. So they'd like put their cameras down and had to be like, hey, I'm a roaster. And then they'd look at a piece of paper and then be like, oh, okay. And then ask me some dumb questions. And the thing is, they ask the stupidest questions are like, what's the best meal you've ever made? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Well, then you got to be ready for those kind of questions. I wasn't ready. I go. What's the best meal? Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict? What, what, is it ben, what is it called? Is that what it is? I don't know. Is that what it is? Faggy, faggy. <laughs> faggy, faggy. Though. What's it called? Eggs what? Benedict. That's what I just said. No, you said Benedict. Oh, well, whatever. Go ahead. You've made a lot of good meals. You could tell them that you oh, made. Oh, really? Like, But you're just going to like list some good meals that you made? You're like, well, I made a French toast once that was to die for. What I did was I put a little vanilla in the eggs. I mean, Really? Well, you got to be ready when you walk the red carpet. You don't I go, know. I, don't, I said, you know, whatever. I don't know. I said stupid stuff. I said really stupid stuff and nothing funny. And I was like rolling my eyes at some of their questions. I was not, I'm not a good person. I'm not. Uh, anywhere in life. Anywhere in life. I like, I acted like they were the ones that were wrong. You're trying to make me out to a bad person. See, now it's, see, now you. My ad, I could But I was like excited to do the red carpet. And then it was like, they're asking you like, who are you most excited to meet? I don't fucking know. Uh-oh, we have a company. What do you need? Can you please go back upstairs? There's okay, gonna be, I'm going to go. No, you can't go. Tell us more about the roast. Well, you, what do you need? Come here, tell me. She's whispering. What? what she do you said want? she's going to sit here but be quiet. All right. You can't talk. We're, mommy's telling us about the roast. Anyway, then we went to the VIP area. and What was that like? It was, you know, I don't know. There was like people in there. It's like all people that you kind of recognize but you don't know from where. And was stuff. the chef from Arizona there that I know? No. None of the chefs that I know were there. No. All right. Go ahead. And then. Uh, Bo Mac. Bo Mac was not there. I saw Norton, I saw Artie, and then, um, uh, what's her name, Rachel Ray, she was on the dais, and she came in, and she was loaded, super drunk. Yeah? Yeah. That's exciting. Isn't it? And um, her and her husband, they look like little salt and pepper shakers. They're both like little teeny tiny people. Isn't her show like a talk show and a cooking show together? Yeah, she's like an overachiever. Anyway, she was like really nervous, and I had like all these horrible things that I was going to say about her and her cooking and I mean horrible things and I had to be like oh it's going to be you're going to be fine it's going to be fun knowing it's not going to be fun for you I'm going to destroy you so it was a little weird I got a picture with her though where is it Mandy has it Mandy sent it to me but I haven't looked at it yet and then uh, went up did the roast you stole the show, I heard. Everybody says Anthony you were the one. Anthony Bourdain tweeted that I stole the show. So you're saying that you're better than Norton and Artie at roasting? I'm 100% better than... No. Artie was, went up first, and then he was really good and really funny, and he wasn't trying at all, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that and not try. But then I, at some point, I was like, that's stupid. That's Artie, you know? Like, oh, I so get, you're going to say you're going to be like Artie. I was like, I'm going to do what Artie's doing exactly. I started getting nervous that it was a little edgy. But then I was like, I'll just power through it. Was Artie edgy? He had to be. Yeah, but he's Artie. They, people let him get away with it. I was like, the, you know, I was the one that any joke that came my way was about no one knew who I was. I mean, they were like, Bonnie McFarlane, I know what you're asking yourself. Who the fuck is she? And then, Well, she's married to Rich Voss, which begs the question, who the fuck is Rich Voss? That was like. You didn't even say my name right Voss. You didn't even I, say my fucking name I, I right? Said, I slurred it a little. But only because I was thinking at the, as I was saying it that I did that joke right there so much better than the guy who did it. Because they were all just reading jokes off a teleprompter. Like they didn't even write any of their own jokes or anything. You know, uh-huh. it was uncomfortable at times watching the other people try to roast. You know. How were the hosts when they opened up? It's just they don't even know, they don't even know how close to get to the microphone. I mean, it's. Rich, I can't do the podcast while your fingers are stuck up your nose. It's disgusting. Were you doing that on purpose to get me to say something? Like, no. Whatever. Don't when you fly your nose. So I then after the roast was over. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go back to talking about what would you do for 20 hours? No, I didn't talk about what would you do. I'm listening to the roast story. I, didn't, I don't interrupt you like you interrupt me. 
I mean, you interrupt me with facts, but I'm yeah, asking Yeah, but you're questions. supposed to interrupt to add something, I'm ask asking, an intelligent question, probe a little deeper. Not you. You just sit there and pick your fucking nose while I'm trying to tell a story. Like you had two knuckles up there. Two, really? That's disgusting. Yeah. Two. And you always pick your nose with your pinky, which is, I don't know why, but it's grosser. It's so disgusting. Yeah, yeah, you just went and picked your nose. I didn't thinking about it made my nose itchy, so I just scratched it, but I didn't pick it. So go ahead. You went on. Norton did well. Gilbert, he must have killed. Gilbert did well. Oh, I forgot Gilbert was on. Yeah. He was the last one. He had to wrap it up at that point. Everyone was a little beaten. And then um, Anthony Bourdain went on. He was actually quite funny. He had a PowerPoint presentation. Who's that, the guy you roasted? Yeah. What, a PowerPoint about the people? Uh, yeah, I couldn't see because they were behind me, kind of. What did he say about you? I don't remember. How, how could you not remember what the main guy said about you? I don't think he said you? anything about me, to be honest with you. What did you say about him? I don't know. I was actually kind of nice to him. Not nice, but I said, he was, I said he was sexy in a Jim Lehrer kind of way. He's an ex-heroin addict, right? Yeah. Wrote a book? I said he invented butt-chugging. I don't know, stupid stuff. When, when it's all together. Did you do the joke something like he, he's been a cook his whole life? Heroin, meth, food? No. Oh. I said the first time I go, he knew he wanted, he said he knew he wanted to be a chef the first time he cooked meth or something stupid. It sounds dumb retelling them singularly, but as a whole, the thing worked. You know? I'm sure it did. Did you do interviews after it with the Post or Times or any of the newspapers? No. But if you killed and you stole the there show. There was no uh, people in there. I did talk to somebody from New York Magazine that was like, I'm going to try to make sure all your jokes are quoted in there, but, you know, I'll do my best because I was like a no-name. The New Yorker or New York Magazine? I don't know which one it was, to be honest Isn't with you. Isn't there two of them? There's lots of them. The New Yorker's the main one, though. Right? What? The New Yorker is the main magazine. That's like the New Yorker, right. the fucking New Yorker. If you get that, you made Boom, it. Boom, I made You've it. You've made it. Well, the next day, Anthony Bourdain was on the Today Show, and I guess they showed a picture of me. Get out of here. And he said that I was brilliant. They showed a picture of you? Where'd they get it from? I, I There was people taking pictures the whole time when we were on the dais. So, there you so go. So there was somebody probably taking a picture of me while I was doing the roast. Did he? What did he say about uh, Artie and Norton? I don't know. I didn't see it. My friend, two people t- tweeted me and one person Facebooked me. Well, That's the only reason go- I know. Oh. So three people. So Thank God saying, three people saw it. So you're it. saying you were on the Today Show and Norton and Artie weren't because you're a much better roaster. I'm a much better roaster. I'm sure he talked about them and I'm sure their pictures were up there too. No way. Not if you stole the show. Shut up. Can you stop? You're being an asshole right now. I'm just trying to tell my fucking story that well, you asked me to tell. Tell us about the party. But about the party. And I can't believe you didn't have the food. If it's 500 a plate, why didn't you I get didn't to get eat? a plate of food. I kept asking for it when I was on the day. As soon as I was done, I thought someone was going to bring me a plate of food. Nothing. They brought you, you, you got a nice, nice gift basket with a lot of restaurants we can go eat at, oh, like yeah. three of them. Oh, okay, good. There's like three, you know, coupons, two for 100, one for 50. One for 50? I think, yeah, 50 bucks. I guess I'll go by myself. And there's two for a hundred piece, and there's a hundred dollar thing for some other website to order off of there. I looked for stuff I wanted, but there was nothing on there I wanted. That was a dumb website. I'll find something. I'll get something. All right. Well, I had a great time. Uh, well, thank what was you, the everyone. after party? Where was that? The after party was dumb, and I, whatever. I but I did get a car there and back, which is that is the whole point of getting famous is to have a car drive you there and wait for you outside, you know. But you know what the car did? I go, um, so this is all like taking care of, you know, I always want to try to like avoid the awkwardness with the tips. So I'm like, and tip is included and everything. He goes, oh, no, no, tip is never included. It's that's a, a yes, lie, That's right? a lie. I always tip the driver, but tip is but I, included. But I don't tip like exorbitant amount because. You give them uh, like 10 or 20 bucks, right? I gave him 40 bucks. Forty fucking dollars. Well, because he drove all the way in to New York, then he waited there the entire time. That's his job. I know, but it's like, you know, if tips not included. I don't know. I think it is. I think they're they're. they're I didn't know somewhere. what to do. I kept. He heard me doing my money in the back seat of the car the whole time too, because I was like, I'd put like 
$30 together and then I put like 20 then 25 and then, you know, oh, just 40. Like when you're trying to sit there thinking like. It cost you over 200 bucks to do this roast. I know. <laughs> but I got a mention on the Today Show. That's pretty fucking cool. I got 200 extra followers from Bourdain. 200 extra followers? Mm-hmm. When wow. he tweeted me, then I got, yeah. That's fucking cool. Where's and I forgot rest- to tell you this. Okay, on Top Chef, you know the three judges. Yeah. And the, the one, one I don't like, did you? No, I don't know. I didn't see him, but you know the girl, and she she has like the dessert show too. I can't remember her name. Do you know who she, I'm talking about? The woman, yeah. not Padma, but the judge. Mm-hmm. She was there, and she stopped me at her table, and she was like, "We loved you." And I go, "Oh my god, I know who you are." And she goes, "And now we know who you are." Ugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Three five zero one. Oh, that's good. Give our address out over the. Fucking <laughs> well, they don't podcast. know the rest of it. Uh, they said, "Now we know you." Yeah, uh, and then they were like applauding and stuff. Just like when I went back to go find my friends. Where at the after party? No, at the table. There was like a table of people that were there. You went out to the audience after you went on stage. Yeah, what was I gonna do? Go backstage. You don't start walking. There's no up. backstage. There was like a VIP area before the show, and then. Well, you mean when the other comics were on? Where, where were you sitting? On the dais. So why did you sit on the dais? Why the, until the show was over? It was over. The whole thing was over. Everybody left the dais. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you had a table. And and Anthony Bourdain's agent was like, "I'm gonna contact you." And you have it. Was and then um, <laughs> um, went through phase, drunky uh. Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray was like hugging me, and and there's these two people standing there, and I thought they were like her agents were w- w- waiting to talk to her or something. So I kept kind of like, but she was just completely ignoring them and like, ah, you know, whatever. And I kept saying, I'm so you're so cool. Thank you for not being angry. Of course not. You're so funny. You're great. Ba ba. Hugging me. You're so funny. You're great. Whatever. And uh, then those people, when I was like, okay, well, because I I felt like I was intruding on. But then they were just like wanted an autograph. Was but it was funny that she could just she sensed that and what did, completely. Didn't Oprah them. come up to you too? Oprah put her finger in my butt. And did you? Yeah, she likes that. That's a pretty cool night, man. It was kind of cool. I can't believe you didn't have a five hundred dollar dinner. I know. Well, I, I'm sure it's not really a five hundred dollar dinner. It's what it costs. to raise money yeah. for the charity. What was a uh, charity? Something for hunger. Like in America, some kids or I don't know, just I, feeding good, America or something. That's a good charity. I don't think, you know, when we sit and eat and waste food and I see all that. The other day in New York, I gave food to a homeless guy because I don't like food going to waste. And I'm thinking, you know, no one should have to go hungry. That's what I, I feel. No one should have to go hungry. And I'm glad that you got involved in that. Uh, yeah, that's the only reason I did it was for the charity. I said to them, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this wonderful charity that i don't exactly know what it is that's nice matter of fact the food the coupons or the gift certificates for food we we got from them quit picking your fucking nose i didn't you're so you just funny. You're the hilarious biggest hypocrite. rich what hilarious oh really you're saying you didn't do it no you did so uh i say what they gave us those certificates we go take some homeless people out and eat that's what we'll do yeah we'll bring homeless people to their restaurant we reserve the right to serve anyone. Or we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Uh, All right. Thanks, everybody. Well, this week, where are you at this week? Aren't you doing something? Oh, la- you just opened last night. You worked for, with a, you, oh. I mean, you co-headlined. All right. This week, I'm at, uh, this week. Oh, but I will be opening for Bill Maher, actually, next, uh, sat- not next Saturday, Saturday the 10th. November 10th. It's the day of our movie. It's the day of our movie. That night I'm opening for Bill Maher at some big theater. Okay, everybody. So uh, this weekend enjoy, I'll be at enjoy that. the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. Friday and Saturday, the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. Thursday, Bridge Street Live in Connecticut. Bridge Street Live Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Comedy Connection. Tuesday night we're doing the uh, I'm doing a cheat book party signing or whatever for Bobby Kelly and DeRosa and 
myself, Colin Quinn, Keith Robinson, and uh, it's Tuesday night, this Tuesday. Uh, you know, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging in there and listening. Terrific, guys. Really terrific. You did a great job, guys. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. That somewhere deep down, she loves him too.